0: What is going on, Whisper Nation? It is waiver wire Tuesday. Tonight is the night you set your claims. Tonight is the night you blow your WOB. Tonight is the night for you to get all the claims you need to bolster that roster. Maybe you're two and five, like our boy Jersey J in the chat right now. Maybe you're one and one and six. Who knows? But the point is, do not give up because. The Fantasy Whispers have you covered. We've got Kenny Gainwell out on waivers. We've got Alan Lazard out on waivers. We've got a bunch of quarterbacks in great matchups to help bolster your roster and get you through this week eight lineup and get you that dub and start turning the ship around. And we've got all that and more right here on the Fantasy Whispers.
1: Right here. What up, Big Travi, and welcome in, Whisper Nation, to the Waiver Wire Show. Hope you guys are having a great day on Tuesday. It's been a little wild for me over here, Big I Want to welcome you in to the show. Hope you are having a great Tuesday, my man. As always, we're the Fa- Fantasy Whispers. You can find my co-host here, normally the driver of the show. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Big Travie TFW. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny underscore Game Time. What is happening, Big Travi? How's your Tuesday, man?
0: Oh, it's good, man. It's getting. I'm, I'm dealing with a cold right now, so I'm uh, I'm uh, questionable right now but I'm trying to work through that questionable tag and get out here for Whisper Nation. Sorry the uh the show is a little bit late today guys. We're we're Battling through the cold, we're battling through some stuff. It rained in in Los Angeles yesterday. Things are a little wacky. It's, Johnny's power went hour
1: out. Power was out. Along it's crazy. And, it's, it, yeah, but it's we're just,
0: here. Yeah. We're we're committed to the brand. We're committed to Whisper Nation. Here, I do want to apologize. Last week, we weren't able to get the waiver wire column up on the site. Um, we had some de- technical difficulties there. But I, hopefully, you tuned into the show. You got the information you need. Again, we're dealing with some technical difficulties again on the site today. We'll get the uh, article up, which is the driver for this show. I'll get it up. Up on the site later today we'll be able you'll be able to read that and, and get the information you need but again always make sure you're subscribed to the youtube channel because we're doing this show no matter what every week whether i'm not here or johnny's not here we get this show up because we know how important waivers are for you so a, a um again just make sure you're subscribed to the youtube channel make sure you're tuned in get those notifications up and tune in every single tuesday for that waiver wire advice johnny i'm excited it's not as deep of a waiver pool this week but there are some nuggets here between the philly backs between what's going on with Devonte adams covid situation that thursday night quick turnaround there's going to be opportunities for you to get guys in your lineup to score some points get that w and turn your ship around or even if you're dominating right now continue to dominate you know
1: we're not we, put we put
0: don't pressure, pressure on it for the, the pressure on. losers on. we do it for the winners too <laughs>
1: Yeah, you want to keep loading up your team. You want to try to keep making moves, stacking your roster so you can make better moves uh, to really stack your roster. Uh, and and during this Waiver Wire show, Travis, want to mention that uh, we do talk about only players that are rostered in fewer or less than 50% of sleeper leagues. So, you know, once again, we're going to jump into some of these guys and you might be like, well, I've got some better guys available. Should I pick them up? Guys like Joe Burrow, Miles Gaskin, Hunter Henry, Zach Ertz, Christian Kirk, Tony Pollard, which I saw dropped a lot. That that was a big Um,
0: one, and I just want to stop you there, Johnny, because Tony Pollard, available in 69, rostered in 69% of sleeper leagues, which means when Biomageddon happened, people dropped players. And he yep. was one of them. He he was a 90% rostered player. And mm-hmm. I remember all the questions we got last week. Should I drop Tony Pollard for this guy? Should I drop Tony Pollard just to survive this bye? We had suggested keeping on to Tony Pollard, even if that meant you couldn't start someone last week. Yeah. Because, guys – Big news today, Lyle Collins back from his suspension, that offensive line in Dallas only going to get better now. And mm-hmm. we know what they want to do here and they want to run the football. So, yeah, it's it's absolutely great to go ahead and get Pollard in your lineup. And I just want to say what's up to everybody in the chat. Jersey Jay, who just said, yeah, that's how I got Pollard. LOL. We're going to get all your want. questions. Cobwell, you're in yep. here as well appreciate all of you guys watching right now nearly 10 of you watching get that like button on your way in if you want your question answered immediately hit that super chat button go ahead and we'll put that question at the top otherwise right we're gonna get the all the questions at the end of the show after we get through some of these waiver wire gyms but as you guys know we got to work through the show and get it rocking and rolling here um but yeah as johnny said those guys that are owned over 50 percent michael carter's another one at 69 percent, Kenyon drake 63 percent, and rashad bateman just above the threshold. But I like what I'm seeing out of Bateman, and I had to put him in here at the start of the show. He's a guy I almost I almost cheated and put him in here and wrote about him, but I'm going to just let you guys know. Go pick him up. He's He'd be a waiver ad kind of over everybody at the wide receiver position if I could today. So
1: Yep. So, once again, those are all players above 50%, so we won't get and dive into uh, a lot on those guys. Uh, some of those players were on I'm previous – gonna- Put Sorry. those
0: guys in the chat here, Johnny. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, a, in there.
1: A few of those guys uh, we have written about before, or Big Travy has written about before, talked about before on prior previous shows. So make sure you go back and check on those. As always, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram. Just DM us your waiver wire questions, and we'll be there as well. Uh, if you are curious about the performance of priority between a player and a particular, uh, you know, between two players. All you got to do is just check on what your roster construction is and determine which one that you need more importantly for this week. But again, if you need help, just hit us up. We live stream every single day, like Big Travi said. Yeah. And we uh, are on all social media platforms, so you certainly DM us. We love answering those questions. All right, Big yeah.
0: Travi. And just one more note, uh, Johnny, because I thought you broke it down greatly here. But again, the way we structure the column, the way we structure the show is talking running backs first, then wide receivers, then tight ends, then quarterbacks. And because that is how most roster constructions across your fantasy football platforms is going to be. You know, it's going to be this whole situation of, you know, what's the most important and running backs are usually the most important, but maybe you're sitting there with a stack, a stable of running backs. You need wide receiver. Then it's time for you to pivot, make those good decisions. Yep. And again, as Johnny said, you can ask us every day on the channel.
1: All right. We are going to dive into the running backs first, because we're always so thirsty for those that running thirst backs. Is real. That thirst is real specifically uh, getting into these bye weeks Luckily we only have 2 bye bi-weeks this week. Uh, so it's not uh, as bad as last week, but number one on your list here, Big Trabby roster, only 38 percent of sleeper leagues. That is Kenneth Gainwell of the Philadelphia Eagles rookie running back. Right. Uh, Caught a touchdown this past weekend, had a pretty solid game, played 51 percent of the snaps there. Kenneth Gainwell is a guy that you should go out and target. Let the people know why you are so intrigued by Kenneth Gainwell moving forward.
0: I think that, you know, you could make a case here, Johnny, for also Boston Scott, who we'll talk about a little bit next, but Gainwell is a guy that has been consistently used in the passing game. When we look at Gainwell's usage in the passing game, we're excited because we know that targets mean a little bit more than carries in fantasy football, especially when we're playing in PPR. And in this game, against Vegas, especially where it was a little bit of a negative game script, he got eight targets. That tied a season high. He's had eight targets before. He has only seen one game below three targets and only two games below two catches. So this is a guy that they consistently use in the passing game. And in these big games, he's getting eight, nine, 10 yards per reception. That's great for a running back. That's what we want to see, those little out routes. And again, I think this is just a team that's not going to be in a lot of games. Now, obviously, they have Detroit this week. And I think that's a smash spot for Gainwell if he's going to go ahead and move forward as the running back. Now, we saw him not get as many carries as, as, as Johnny's boy Boston Scott, who got more of the goal line work, more of the carries, kind of filled more of the Miles Sanders role. But again, I think that Boston Scott has limited upside compared to Gainwell because of the use in the passing game. And we're in PPR leagues. That's the standard, you know, normally for a lot of these leagues. So that's that's where I see Gainwell gets the advantage. And, you know, I think in a lot of cases he's going to be my number one waiver priority this week, just based on the RB thirst that we talked about, based on Mm -hmm. the role of the offense. This offense throws a ton. They're one of the most pass heavy
1: offenses in the league. And his role as as another receiver in that we like we like to see that. Yeah, I, I definitely do like going in and adding Gain. Well, he was a uh, really good producer in college from Memphis. You got to remember who he was running behind as well. He had, uh, you know, Antonio Gibson. He had Daryl uh, Henderson that he was running behind uh, and uh, who's the third running back Um I'm, I'm thinking that went to Memphis. Anyway, there are three running backs that are all in the NFL right now. All good running backs. He was running behind all of those. And arguably, uh, a lot of the people that you know knew those running backs and played with them said that Gainwell was the best running back of all of them. So uh, I do like going out and trying to get Gainwell, especially in PPR. Uh, again, you want to talk briefly on on boston scott as well anything else you want to add he's number two on your list here Uh, obviously probably more uh, readily available in more leagues Uh, but boston scott should be someone you should consider especially if you need a bi-week fill-in certainly because uh, it's seeming like miles sanders even though they say it's day-to-day we've seen with these ankle injuries it's usually week to week and he'll probably be a lot of And a lot
0: of our fantasy docs that we follow on Twitter are saying similar mechanisms to the Saquon Barkley injury. So we're saying similar to that. And and if we're saying similar to that, that's at least two weeks for Saquon who we think is probably, you know, maybe it's a more severe injury, but he's probably more of an athlete, like more of a physical freak than our guy, Miles Sanders. No, no shots to Miles Sanders there. Right. But I think that's something we have to, we have to take into account. So for me, I think it's a, you're right. Uh, Boston Scott would be more of the, the, short-term fill-in, and then we're talking about Gainwell being more of the long-term. And here's something yeah. I could see, okay? Again, we thought that Sanders was the guy after – we thought that Gainwell could be the guy after a, a couple weeks ago he, he popped, and then we're like, oh, maybe this is more of a committee. It didn't end up being that way. But if Gainwell comes in here and fills in reserve and fills in admirably, this – coaching staff has no reason to turn back to miles sanders as the guy they didn't draft miles sanders they're not part of that regime and they like kenny gainwell so -hmm. that's something to keep in mind gainwell could just come in and take this job over so that's why i think gainwell is more of the long-term option and boston scott like you said the bi-week filler because even though he got out snapped in that game it was 35 to 23 snaps uh, for gainwell to boston scott's 23 boston scott quietly handled three of Philadelphia's four backfield touches inside the 10-yard line. That's via John Daigle of uh, NBC Sports Edge. So that's something we like to see there. He carved out this role inside the 10-yard line. He, once again, became their kind of goal line back. Now, he wasn't extremely effective, but we're playing Detroit right now. And if I'm not mistaken, they're going to be favored in this game. Yeah, they're favored by three points. It's a uh, 47-48 over-under. This is a decent game to attack especially as the touchdown guy for that team. So again, bi-week fillers is, is is the right way to look at this. Or if you went zero RB in your draft and you're still fighting for that RB2 spot, trying to shuffle those guys in. Slim Reaper in the chat saying hashtag Whisper Nation strong. Love to see Slim What's Reaper up? in here. Love to see all you guys in here. If you get hit us with a like on your way in and then get us those questions, we're going to be answering those towards the end of the show. Or if you want them to the top, you want
1: them answered right now? You want a woo? You want a little red flare oh, yeah. woo?
0: Feel you won't.
1: That's super chat. You won't do it. Next up on this list, Travis, uh, rostered only 10% of Sleeper Leagues. A guy that, you know, we talk about from time to time. You know, you're looking at waiver wire before the Sunday morning. You're looking at some guys that you could potentially, you know, plug and play, especially last week in the bi bipocalypse Brandon Bolden comes in next on this list, and, uh, you know, that hurt. I was, I was considering him in a, in a spot and I just didn't see, think that he would get enough volume, but he certainly did. He you got uh, the touchdown as well. <laughs> and uh, you want to break down is, is Brandon Bolden. Listen, Damian Harris, shout out, giving away a Damian Harris signed auto Jersey at the end of this month, by the way, Uh Patreon get over to patreon.com forward slash the fantasy whisperer, subscribe and get yourself in that entry. Yep. A great deal right now. Uh, Harris should presume the, the lead dog role there, but Bolden in some games that are coming up or their schedule gets a little bit more difficult, could see more action. You want to talk about Brandon Bolden, what you think his outlook. looks like, (laughs) yeah, you nailed it
0: right there, Johnny. He's basically taken over the James white role. And even in games like last week, he had a thigh injury. And so he wasn't in the game as much. So then Ramondre Stevenson was active. So that's kind of where, and then we go back to this year or this week, Brandon Bolden healthy. Then all of a sudden, uh, Ramondre stevenson <clears throat> a healthy scratch so for me if you look at brandon Bolton, he's got 18 targets which is ranked ninth since replacing james white in week four so we look at that as something to be you know very relatively excited about in this offense because they're really i, I saw something where their point differential is plus 30 or 40 against the jets this year and then minus 17 against everyone else the patriots so When they're not playing the Jets, which they've already played twice, so they're they're not going to get them anymore this year. They're actually a team that needs to be throwing in a lot more games than running. So that's something to look at. Now the way to attack the chargers this week will be on the ground. You're going to see Damian Harris deployed out there for 18 touches or so because that's, I mean, the chargers run defense is God awful. But again, as Johnny said, Brandon Bolden, you know, eventually the Chargers should kind of pull away from the Patriots in this game. If, you know, we'll see. Obviously, the Patriots kept it close with Dallas, but I would suggest, I mean, look, I mean, let's look at the line here. The Chargers are probably favored pretty decently against them. Yeah, five and a half uh, at home. Uh, so that's something to t- keep in mind. Brandon Bolden could be involved, third down, red zone uh, as a pass catcher. So he's just somebody in PEPR. If you're looking for that bye week or that, that replacement, mm-hmm. maybe you have a Saquon, maybe you have a CMC, maybe you have um, – Miles Sanders, and you're looking for somebody in the interim, you know, and you're not going to be able to blow as much wob on Gainwell. Brandon Bolton's a nice one-week, two-week filler. Uh, Remember what James White used to add for us in those situations in PPR leagues. I think he could easily be that guy.
1: Love that one. The last running back we'll talk about here before I'll ask you a couple questions on who you should drop in order to play some or pick up some of these running backs. Uh, The last running back here is Samaj P. Ryan, Cincinnati Bengals running back who comes in and fills in. For Joe Mixon, rostered on only just eleven percent of sleeper leagues, did score a touchdown. Uh, again, though, it was a boat racing. that you know Bengals jumped all over uh, the Baltimore Ravens this past weekend. What do you expect from P. Ryan? Is he more, is he a handcuff that you definitely should roster if you have Joe Mixon? If you don't have Joe Mixon, are you saying hey, if if this is the best running back available on your waiver wire? you should probably go pick him up. Yeah, so there's a couple strategies when we look at handcuffs, right? You're either the guy who
0: has them and you want the contingency plan, so you go and get a guy like P. Ryan, or you're that guy who cycles through handcuffs to try and pick the guy that's about to be the guy that usurps the, the other guy. Waiver. And, yeah, cause he, the yeah, one, yeah, right, waiver so you're preemptively doing it. <laughs> P. Ryan is a guy for me that not only is that preemptive guy, but there's an outside shot to some standalone value. Johnny, you said boat race against the Ravens, not something we expected, but we can expect that against the Jets here who are now going to be on Joe Flacco or Mike Smith or whoever they're at at quarterback. Elite because, Joe Flacco. Yeah, because Zach I can't Wilson believe you know not right write about him
1: in this article.
0: The Cincinnati Bengals are now finally getting some respect from Vegas. They are 10 and a half favorites over the Jets in this game, which means we could easily see some Samaje P run late in this game. Could we see about 10 touches for P Ryan? Could that be valuable here? I think it could. We just saw JJ Taylor get two touchdowns in garbage time. When the Patriots boat raced the jets last week, we saw Damian Harris get two touchdowns. We saw Brandon Bolden get work. So the running backs absolutely destroyed the jets last week and three different of them uh, for the, for the Patriots. So I think there's an outside shot to some standalone value um, in this week uh, against the jets and He's the direct handcuff. What we've seen is he is the guy. Evans is not the the handcuff here. It is P. Ryan. As long as he doesn't have COVID, he's
1: the guy that they put in in place of Joe Mixon. So I like that. All right, I I like it. I like it. I'm going to give you now the difficult part. I'm going to throw out some names here. I want you to tell me if you would drop, hold, or yeah, just drop or hold. I guess I was trying to think of a third option, but there's no third option. So, uh, Demi, uh, Dmit, Dmitri, Demetric I can never say his first name. G- Demetric Felton. Dmitri Felton. I'd be okay dropping Felton for
0: pretty much all these guys. I think it depends on what you need. I don't think Felton is going to be the one for one replacement of Kareem Hunt that we kind of thought could happen in this offense. Without, I think. You know we, we had a, a heated debate about this last night on the Monday Night show but I do think Ernest Johnson kind of steps in as a guy that would be first in line to replace some of the hunt usage especially in the rushing game and maybe mm-hmm. Felton comes in and absorbs a lot of those pass catching looks from hunt but either way I don't think that's going to be enough I think he's going to be you know third in the pecking order and and for me that's not enough so yeah all these guys have some clearer paths to
1: upside than Demetric Felton uh Devonta Freeman are you dropping Devante drop holders sleep with that's yeah yeah yeah. Said yeah 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 uh, there you go yeah
0: get into bed with yeah yeah which one what, are you doing Up oh, you freeman. oh Devante Devante freeman. freeman. yeah you can drop devonta freeman okay too much uh he's not even the number one running back that would be lamar jackson then we had legion yeah. bell getting usage there obviously they still kind of use tyson williams here and there it's just too messy for me and latavius murray isn't out for
1: the season so you heard it first. Big Travis doesn't like it messy. All right, uh, Rashad Penny, huh. would you drop uh, Rashad? Yeah, I didn't see
0: enough on Monday night to really get excited about Rashad yeah. Penny. Um, there's other. Once again, these guys have clearer paths, at least for this week, to some really good stuff. Now Jacksonville's a decent matchup, but it, he just it was still Alex Collins kind of who led the way in the
1: rushing touches. All right, I got two more running backs for you. Asking, would you drop? These ones are probably the most difficult ones to answer. Okay. You ready for it? Yeah. Damian Williams is running back one, and Mike Davis is running back number two. So let me take a look here. I would definitely drop Damian Williams for everybody,
0: but maybe P. Ryan. I do think that Damian Williams is a sneaky play should something happen to. Herbert. And so that's kind of where we're at with P Ryan is he's, you know, the handcuff, but Boston Scott, Brandon Bolden, Gainwell all have paths to being, you know, maybe not the guy, but really have a role solidified in their offense. So that's where I would be at. And Mike Davis is, is droppable. I mean, Mike Davis at this point is the handcuff to quarter Patterson. And that is wild. That is wild to say, but that is the world after the buy, the Falcons just said, no, you know, Patterson's our running back. And and they used him as such, and he did well. He had the goal line carry; he plunged it in. Like that's what we're going to continue to do.
1: It um, makes sense that they yeah. would make him that goal at least the goal line, you know, the goal line scat back kind of. When well, I uh, with, for with, Patterson with out
0: with Gauge out, they were kind of using Patterson more as this hybrid player they could plug right. into holes for plays. And now with those guys getting back and getting healthy, Patterson could probably lose some touches in the passing game, but yeah. gain in the running game. Um, And so I think that's going to be where Mike Davis is is ultimately just kind of the odd man out.
1: All right. Moving on to the wide receivers here that you've got. And number one on the list might be your number one overall pickup. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Alan Lazard from the Green Bay Packers roster on just 10 percent of sleeper leagues, had a big game, popped out, popped up, popped off, popped (laughs) off. Popped off last week uh, and now we got hit with the news yesterday that uh, Devonte Adams has COVID. He was put on the list is in doubt for the Thursday night game this week. Now he can still test negative two straight times before uh, we'll see, but uh, in general, it just seems like it's going to be too close to this game uh, to get Devonte Adams back. So Alan Lazard, at least for this week in a good matchup on a Thursday night should be a good one. You like Alan Lazard. Do you also like him moving forward rest of season? I know we've talked and we've always asked for that kind of secondary option for the green Bay Packers. Is this Lazard time? Is it time to really unleash the lizard? I think this is a great spot for Alan Lazard.
0: Uh, I think, look, he's got 19% target share over the last two weeks. Two weeks ago, we were on our matchup show, which you guys can get on the podcast platforms or by getting over on Patreon and subscribing over there. We were talking about Lazard or maybe even MVS or maybe even Randall Cobb or Tanya and somebody needed to... Uh, put themselves forward as the second option in this offense because we have a situation in green Bay where this offense can hit another level if a secondary option comes up. And so I think Lazard has become that over the last two weeks, 19% of the target market share and Johnny get this only one less target than our boy, Devonte Adams over the last two weeks. Wow. So that is something to keep note of. And then as we said, Devonte Adams, Tested positive on Monday for COVID. If he can get two more tests, he's vaccinated. So if he can get two more tests in that are um, negative, then he'll play. But it looks like, you know, he's fully expected to play next week at the Chiefs. So, you know, this Lazard could be this just this patchwork. But if he's going to continue to see secondary targets in this offense behind Devontae Adams, then he's actually kind of a long-term play. And this week, he's going to be a smash play this week. Now, if you're you're too scared, if if Devonte comes back, right, you know, and, and he comes back for Thursday night and you're like, I don't really want to trust Lazard. Well, go get Lazard tonight. See if Devante comes back. And if he does, then you can drop Lazard prior to Thursday and go pick up somebody else on waivers. And then you could kind of figure that out. So if that makes sense, it's like we're trying to contingency plan for this week, but also in a couple weeks we're trying to get wins. I think Lazard's going to be a smash start uh, against this. Uh, Cardinal Secondary High over under on Thursday night. So that would be, you know, he's my number one at wide receiver. And he he gets close to Gainwell for me as far as long-term upside. But Gainwell, like I said, I think Gainwell could take over the backfield, so he'd still
1: remain my number one priority. I like that, I agree there. Darius Slayton, next wide receiver we're going to talk about for the New York Giants roster on just 24% of sleeper leagues. Great matchup this weekend. Yeah, uh, you've got everyone and their mother banged up for the New York Giants. Uh, Dante Pettis, who shout out to uh, our S- uh, Sunday morning live. Someone at, uh, shouted out uh, Dante Pettis. We got a Dante Pettis sighting. But I do think that you're on to something here with uh, Slayton. You want to let Whisper Nation know why they should look uh, for Slayton for this week for sure, and potentially maybe down the road.
0: Yeah, I don't know if he's that big of a long term option, but check it out: Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Tony, probably all ruled out. They're gonna like you know they're probably not gonna play this game. Um, Slayton got a twenty seven percent target share uh, last week. And he also got sixty three percent of the air yards. Um, that's the highest mark of any player across the league in week seven. That is per John Daigle of NBC Sports Edge. So, again, we're looking at a situation here where Darius Slayton has stepped in. He's the only guy. I mean, I know Dante Pett- Pettis got some good looks, and I. He's he's an honorable mention for me, but Slayton's the guy with rapport with Daniel Jones, who has been a deep threat before they even brought in Kenny G. He's just got upside. And then again, in this Kansas City matchup, we talked about last night, all the ways that Kansas City is bad on defense. They're allowing the most yards per attempt. They're allowing the most, uh, you know, pretty much close to the most points at, at wide receiver. They are terrible on defense and. This is a good spot for all the weapons in New York, and and Darius Slayton is a guy I'm looking at, especially just for a one-week fill-in.
1: Next wide receiver here on the list. Just want to give one more shout-out to everyone watching us right now. If you do us a huge favor, give us video a thumbs-up, like button. Greatly helps our channel. Also, if you're new to our channel, we will get to your questions at the end of this show. We'll do a, a Q&A section, so just hang with us. Hang tight. Hit that subscribe. Hit that bell on your way in. All right. Travis third wide receiver. This is actually, he almost didn't make this, this uh, column here because even to my, to my uh, own surprise here, Michael Gallup roster on 49% of sleeper leagues. That is yeah. wild to me. Uh, but here we are. Uh, Michael Gallup uh, is supposed to be activated this week. Could come back this week. Uh, and you've got him right now. Third on this list for wide receivers. Do we expect i know we've talked about the the potential struggles of that offense uh because of them just getting out ahead and then leaning on the run is it worth taking a, a dart throw on gallup because dallas you know doesn't like can they sustain michael gallup is it is it useful to go out and try to go to get him right now
0: i think there's a decent chance that you you like gallup um As a dart throw, he's the third on this list because it would depend on your roster construction. If you have somebody you can, you know, if you have room to keep a guy and stash a guy, that's Gallup's your guy because he's got Mm -hmm. some long-term upside. Should something happen to one of the wide receivers? Should the defense start taking a step back? They've been kind of overachieving, then we could see a pass game attack here. Gallup's a great player, though. That's the bottom line. He's a really good wide receiver. He's really talented, and he's on a good offense. So he's in that... he's in that Christian Kirk, AJ green kind of category where this is a high powered offense and we want pieces of it. Is he better than those players? I think he is. Like you think he's a better wide receiver than those players are right now. And so that's why I think he'd be an interesting ad. But again, if you're looking for somebody this week, the next couple of weeks, because again, they opened up his designation to continue or to practice but that doesn't mean he's going to practice they, there's some hesitation on if he will get back this week or next week so i just think this is a preemptive look and so that's just something to kind of look at um you know jersey J, this is a relevant question uh yeah. jersey J says i think Gallup falls behind even schultz and passing work potentially i think this actually hurts schultz more than anyone because i think schultz has been living off of He's played a lot of snaps, but he hasn't been targeted as much. He's very efficient right now because that offense is very efficient. You start putting Gallup in there. Those looks can go away from Schultz. And I think they could eat into each other's value. And so I actually think of all the people this hurts. They're going to be fighting for that third option in the offense right now. And it's going to be Cooper. It's going to be CD land, then Cooper, and then whoever these other guys are. And that's going to be something that hurts them. But we will see. We will see how this offense change over the next mm-hmm. two weeks. As we said, I think that's a situation that we have to monitor closely. But I do think Gallup is worth the preemptive look. Um, I think uh, we'll get to some of these questions, but also uh, Slim Reaper asking here, do we like Gallup or A.J. Green? And if this is rest of season, you know, I think I have to go with A.J. Green right now. Mm-hmm. Now I do think it's something to monitor because I think Gallup's better than AJ Green is right now. I don't think long term. Like I think AJ Green's had a great career. Like I don't 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 get me wrong here, but I think rest of season, uh, I'm I'm leaning AJ Green, but it's really close. It's really yeah. close.
1: All right. Next up on this list, we'll kind of speed it up here for these next three guys, Travis. Uh, I'll just shout them out. You want to briefly talk about each one of them real quick? So we got Russell Gage. From Atlanta Falcons roster on just 27% of sleeper leagues. We got Khalif Raymond, Detroit Lions wide receiver roster on just seven percent of leagues, and then Van Jefferson, Los Angeles uh receiver roster on just 21% of sleeper leagues. So which of those three do you like the most? Um, Van Jefferson certainly looking good in that offense. Um, but again, the third option there out of these three guys these are all, yeah, these are all kind of a dart throw out of these three guys. I think
0: I want Russell gauge the most. I trust the offense. Yeah. Uh, I trust his role to kind of continue to grow as this offense gets it right. Mm-hmm. And I think Van Jefferson is competing with a guy in Robert Woods for secondary looks all the time, even Tyler Higby. And so I think that's kind of a revolving door. Whereas gauge, like we talked about with gauge back, with Patterson Moore taking over the running back room, we have Ridley, then uh, Kyle Pitts, and then Russell Gage. And I think that's something to keep monitored because this offense is going to continue to throw because the defense is really bad. So for me... um, I just think Gage of those three is is the highest priority. You look at Khalif Raymond; he has garnered six or more targets in four of his last five games. He's definitely been somebody that runs a lot of routes. He runs the most routes on the team, even over Amon Ross, St. Brown. So that's mm-hmm. something to keep in mind here that he continues to run the most routes. But again, this offense is very, very spotty on who it's going to put uh, who it's going to give targets to each week, outside of T.J. Hawkinson, and then really outside of the man, the myth, the legend, DeAndre Swift. So, yeah. Um, this, you know, DeAndre Swift is essentially a wide receiver and a running back uh, forged into one player. And so that's, you know, you're just seeing the very special nature of what they do in Detroit. And unfortunately, it's it's hard to peg one each week. I think yeah. other guys that are honorable mentions, I just want to mention Jamal Agnew from the G- Jackson yes. with Jaguars. Johnny mentioned him last night on the Monday night show. Uh, decent dart throw. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, somebody that if he could get back to practice, he's somebody worth monitoring because he did garner a good amount of targets when he came back. And there's some nice matchups over the next few weeks for the Colts. Mm. Um, so just a couple names that are honorable mentions, so to speak. Um, not exactly guys I would go after above these guys because there's some question marks still. But, yeah, that's just some guys I wanted to throw out there for you. All
1: right. Uh, let me ask you, who would you drop real quick? And then we'll move on to some tight ends and quarterbacks that you could stream for this week. Uh, but Travis, we got uh, a first couple. I'll throw at your name or at your your way. We've got Brandon Ayuk and Marquez Callaway. Would you drop both or either for any of these guys on this waiver wire? Yeah,
0: unfortunately, man, you can drop both of them. Um, it's just it's it's really really sad. But we're looking at a situation with Allen Robinson, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, You know, Marquez, Cowoy, some guys that you can just drop um, right now and you don't have to look back because just don't let them hurt you anymore. OK, <laughs> just don't let them hurt you. Show uh, them the doll where they touched you. This
1: next one good. does hurt a little bit because uh, we thought he was going to have a good game. He didn't have a good game uh, and actually had a really a floor game, which he doesn't very show very often. But he's also has some circumstances come back this week. Our boy TP Tim Patrick. Would you oh, drop yeah. Tim Patrick for any of these guys?
0: Yeah, Tim Patrick can be dropped. Unfortunately, now um, he's just Jerry Judy's back. The judge, Judge Judy, is in session, judge and it's Judy time is for everyone to session. rise because the judge is back now. If you want to hold him because you are worried about re injury risk, you have the depth. Uh, I would say okay, but there's other guys that they're going to have more upside that we just discussed on the waiver. So for me, um, that's that's where I would go with that. All
1: right, and uh, last last guy here actually i'll give you i'll give you two more i'll give you two more your boy robbie anderson who just gets a bajillion targets you can only catch dropping like a bad habit uh, yeah (laughs) okay uh and (laughs) then darnell mooney
0: um the moon, yeah the, Darnell. you can you can drop mooney as well he's similar to alan robinson where it's just like there's just no upside in this offense um yeah. <clears throat> this team wants to be a run heavy team because they won't they don't want to open the box because i'm convinced that matt nagy thinks he can save his job by making by making uh justin fields look like crap and then say oh no i can fix him next year it's like dude i don't know what you're doing but it's not good and it's like i don't need you to fix
1: him next year i need you to fix him this year yeah like like let's but they're but yeah it's the bears it's matt Nagy. here we are want
0: to say All what's right. up to everybody in the chat yeah Jersey jay slim slim reaper charlie charlie track uh, two 2011 michael. what's up he says michael yeah what's going on we will get to these questions. We are excited to get to these questions. We just have one more segment here, the tight ends to dive into, uh, get you your waiver wire information, and then we'll answer all these questions
1: as always. All right. So we got, uh, well, tight ends and quarterbacks, but those are two quick segments here. Right. Uh, We'll loop all the tight ends here in together. uh, And I'll I'll just spit them out here, Travis. And then I want you to tell me who you like the most. Let's, let's do the, let's do uh, of these three. This will be a fun game. Of the three that you listed on this waiver wire column, you're gonna have to tell me one that you would keep, one that you would get rid of, and one that you would sleep with. Like we said earlier. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Tight ends here, real talk. We got Evan Ingram, New York hail Giants. Mary from, yeah, 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 hail Mary. Yeah, exactly, dude. Uh rostered on just 41% of sleeper leagues for Evan Ingram. Uh CJ Uzama. Again, another bow stay. I've played against him, unfortunately, in a couple leagues. Roster on 15% of leagues. And then you've got Tyler Cocklin Minnesota Vikings, who decide, it seems like a coin a coin flip each week, whether it's either going to be Tyler Cochran or our or boy KJ OJ. Yeah, yeah, or KJ Osborne. Uh, so of these three, you want to break down the why you like these three the most uh, and then which one you would ultimately try to get. So Evan Ingram is
0: my number one priority. And that's because Uzuma is just he's Uzuma is a -a whack-a-mole situation where, you know, most tight ends are. But Evan Ingram is a guy who last year led the Giants to targets. He came back and, and had a decent game this last week. I think it was eight, eight or six of eight for 48 yards or something like that. So eight targets is nice for the tight end position. And they're playing the Chiefs this week, Johnny. And only the Ravens and Texans allow more tight end more points to the tight end than the Chiefs. So Evan Ingram is a smash start for me as a guy. If you have Darren Waller and he's on by this week, Mark Andrews and he's on by this week, Evan Ingram's a great bye week fill in, and he's probably my top stream of the week this week against the Chiefs defense that is struggling. Love um, that one, CJ Uzuma. Uh, if you had him, you picked him up the last couple of weeks, and he's kind of paid off for you, continue to roll him out there. The Jets allow 10.2 points per game to the position. There's They have one of the highest implied team totals this week playing the Jets the do the Bengals, and I think you could go ahead and try to roll in the flames and chase a little bit of those points. And Conklin's just an interesting ad. If you're kind of out on the tight end position and you need something desperately, The Cowboys are giving up over 10 points per game. This is a high over under on the week. It's Sunday night football matchup. Um, I think Conklin could easily sneak in and and get a touchdown for you and pay off as a streamer this week.
1: All right. Love those ones. All right. We're going to jump over here to the quarterbacks and we'll jump into the questions. Quarterback streamers. We got a we got a few actually this week. A couple are because of speculation. Uh, or one, I should say, s- speculation. Uh, the other two have been, uh, the other three actually have been low-key performers and decent streaming options. So I'm going to talk about Carson Wentz, Indianapolis Colts quarterback, rostered on just 41% of sleeper leagues, which we were talking about before the show, uh, you and I. Uh, Teddy, Teddy B., Mr. Checkdown, te- uh, Denver Broncos quarterback, just rostered on just 27% of sleeper leagues. Danny Dimes, who just continues to uh, be that, like, you know, whack-a-mole. He's kind of like a poor man's Kirk Cousins, in a sense. And then you got uh, Deshaun Watson, who is expected to be traded, uh, available on a lot of waiver wires, uh, available on 30%, only rostered, excuse me, on 30% of sleeper leagues. It is expected that he's going to be traded. Um, And then, you know, who knows legally the ramifications on, whether or not he plays it's still you know you hear arguments for either side but we do know Deshaun watson's upside if he plays his top five quarterback so of these four guys you want to break down uh which ones you like the most and then again uh if you if you're going rest of season where you're trying to land so i actually like carson wentz i think the
0: reason carson wentz didn't get a lot more um points in, in the beginning of the week were he was on two bum ankles you yeah. know and so he's starting to get clicking with um michael pittman and in the red zone with mo Ali cox we're seeing hey, mo we're seeing jonathan taylor get those first downs continue the chains moving and then you get a match up here against tennessee who have you know prior to this chiefs game they gave up 353 area or three hundred fifty-three yards to Josh Allen, 273 to Trevor Lawrence, 297 to Zach Wilson. These aren't great quarterbacks other than Josh Allen. So you get Wentz in here. He's going to be able to kind of do what he wants here, I would say, uh, with the, the defense of Tennessee. This is a high over under. The team implied total for the uh, Colts is 24. That's one of the highest on the week, so that's at least three touchdowns. He gets two or three of those. You're going to be sitting pretty. Uh, This week, I also think he has some great matchups down the stretch. He's got Tennessee this week, then the Jets after, then the Jacksonville Jaguars. Toughest matchup isn't until week 11 against Buffalo, um, but then gets Tampa Bay and Houston after that. So Wentz is actually going to be somebody we're going to be talking about is maybe sneaking into the top 12 here in the next few weeks. And so I think that's a situation we want to try in long term. I think he could be a guy for you, especially if you're trying to float the Russell Wilson situation as well.
1: Their schedule down the stretch is just glorious. Uh we talked about it when we were talking about, you know, going in and trying to acquire Jonathan Taylor after, you know, week three or four. Uh we talked about how his schedule down the stretch was just golden. I love that one. Um you want to talk about uh like Danny Dimes or yeah. Teddy B? Well, I want to talk about Teddy B. I want to talk about Tua. The problem
0: that Tua didn't make this list because they play Buffalo this week. There's no way I can trust Tua in my lineup this week. And I understand mm-hmm. not wanting to roster more than one quarterback. So he didn't really make my list, even though he has been doing well. Um, he, I just can't trust him this week. Teddy B, though, playing the Washington football team, Johnny, I don't really need to say uh, much else, right? Like they oh, are yeah. terrible. Uh, he's also going to get Dallas and Philly over the next three weeks. So games and – Teddy B is now becoming one of those guys we like for garbage time because the Denver defense has become really bad and they've, they're down a lot of linebackers. And what do we like? We like our defenses to be bad for our quarterbacks because that means they're going to have to throw become garbage time players and guys that we can count on to get us those points. It may be, maybe hard to trust him you know because just don't watch the game basically put him in your lineup don't watch the game and look that he's got 20 to 25 points by the time it's over because it's going to get ugly but i like teddy b as a guy especially with getting jerry judy back uh he could really take another step forward daniel jones just the matchup here against kansas city they're a massive favorites kansas city is but again really high over under a team that just gets torched by opposing quarterbacks i mean dan Tannehill had been so bad this year, and he finally looked like he was back and, and, and good enough in this matchup against the Chiefs. So there's a lot to be had there. Um, and then, of course, Deshaun Watson is just somebody you need to look at. The trade deadline is Tuesday, 11-2, so next Tuesday, a week from today. We need to be looking at Deshaun Watson because now that Carolina's seen Sam Darnold struggle, Denver is losing games, there's going to be a trade market here for uh, Deshaun Watson. And what we're seeing is we don't know that he's necessarily going to be suspended, or else he probably would have been suspended already. Now the league could be waiting till he gets to his new team to then suspend him. Uh, but we would—there's uh, a chance that he doesn't hit the exemplus and he plays for this new team and then gets suspended next year. So yep. that's something we're playing with and we're looking at. So go pick him up if you can afford the roster spot. This could be somebody that pushes you down uh, the playoff stretch, and we
1: know Deshaun Watson's a, a game tilting player. So yeah. So uh, again. Just talking about it on the game perspective side of it, uh, leaving the legal ramifications to the other side. You know, strictly talking about the game. Deshaun Watson is a difference maker when you put him in your lineup uh, for fantasy. We talk about it, you know, on a couple of shows. He's a top five quarterback for fantasy. Uh, And, you know, we're playing a game here. And so that's why we would advise for Deshaun, if you don't want to go after him because you don't want him on your team, we totally understand. We're just trying to give advice here uh, for making rosters better. All right. With that being said, Travis, we have made it to the end of the show. Want to say thank you once more to everyone who stayed tuned during that whole time. Uh, Got a lot of questions coming in here. We'll get to as many as we can. If you are new to our channel, make sure you hit that subscribe on your way in. Hit that bell so you get notified anytime we drop new content, which is daily. Do it. Try to help get you to that
0: championship. Look at me, guys. Do it. Hit the subscribe. Hit the like button. Do it. You won't. I mean, you do what you want. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but that we like we said fantasy football content daily. Look at Jersey yeah. J is so hyped yeah. in here. He could tell he's, you. Yeah. We're he's, a great
1: follow. He's saying uh he grabbed Pollard and his super flex 12 team. Way to go. Uh would you start Judy or Higgins over Waddle this week? Yes and yes.
0: Yeah I would um and the reason is Jerry Judy is going to be playing against the Buffalo Bills. He is going to get a heavy dose. Pro football focus is Basically saying that he's going to get most of his routes against their slot corner, who has been the best corner. Tredavious Dwight isn't even the best graded corner on their team right now. He's really good. So that's perspective there. I I think Waddle is a bench, but Jersey J, you know my luck with Waddle. I tell you to bench him and then he goes
1: off, but I don't think that's going to happen this week. Uh he's also asking he needs running back help. I have Hertz, Murray, and Carr in my PPR superflex. Who would be a legitimate player or players I could get for Hertz? Thanks. What I would do, uh, it's hard to suggest certain players, uh, because you never know what that that I don't know what uh that player's roster looks like. Uh if I tell you, you know, go in and try to acquire this said player. What I would say is go to go through your league, look for a team that is desperate for a quarterback. And then I would look and, and try to look at what running backs he has. Hopefully they have a plethora of running backs and you could try to get a deal done that way. Um, I certainly don't think it's a terrible move at all, though, to to try and get rid of hurts and go down Murray and then try to get a running back in, as far as help. Uh, but uh, great question. Great question um here we go week eight who to start herbert or gainwell um let's see herbert Uh, yeah i would well dude herbert had a hundred yards when they were losing by 30 points against a defense that does not let up a lot of yardage to running backs as far as on the ground like herbert's good i'm starting i'm rolling with herbert as until monty comes back well, I think
0: that's a good. I think that's a good call. San Francisco just gave up a ton of yardage to uh, Jonathan Taylor as well, so I think that's relatively a good call here. I will say he did, and
1: he caught all five of his targets this week, so he finally got some usage in the passing game. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. Yep, Jersey J also stopped. I'm two wins behind making the playoffs, even at two and five, and that's what we're talking about. Listen, it's a long season. People give up when they think they're out, but you're not out. You got. You got uh, outs here. You got us. We'll help you through it. We'll get you to the playoffs.
0: And I got I, a question for you. I got to go back to this other question. With uh, Herbert now kind of exposing himself. Well, not exposing himself. Oh, but
1: kind yeah, of be careful with, with what, Herbert, what you're saying there, dude. We're with live.
0: Herbert, with Herbert uh, being choice. ballsy. Lashes, yeah. Are we? Is there any kind of doubt or,
1: or concern creeping in with Montgomery when he gets back? I think uh the concern comes in for for Williams to be truth well like, yeah, yeah, yeah I think I, I think Williams is a
0: back seat anyways I'm saying for right because right I, offense if they see what they have in Herbert and this right. is a team that could be like I don't know there could be a lot of turnover
1: next year I guess is what th- I'm there, saying there could be but again uh Monty he produced so uh and I, could could Herbert come back or when when Monty comes back could Herbert you know, even eventually maybe, yeah. but I, like, again, I do think it's more so like he's going to take that Damien role. And I think that he'll get that. So he'll get that workload, which I think Damien was what eight rushes per game or something like that with, with Monty in there. So I do think uh, he will remain a handcuff that you're going to want to keep uh, because we know Monty doesn't, he's not the ideal bill of health either way. So um, let's see. We got Cabo says someone dropped Devin Singletary. Should, Should I, pick I pick him, him up? up? I would no.
0: I, I would leave Devin Singletary there. Depends on what you have uh, running back, but he's not somebody I would even put as, you know, a must add. Some of these guys, like even P Ryan has a little bit
1: more value than Singletary right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jersey J asking Herbert is going to severely cut into Monty's work. I don't think he'll severely cut in there, but I, I think do think possible. he'll get work. I think, I think it's possible. I, I don't think it'll happen at number two.
0: Oh, he definitely did that. I mean, that's not even a question right now. The guy's averaged over five yards per carry
1: over the last three weeks. Like he is right. good. And again, right. tough matchups
0: in those spots.
1: Bill, but, but um, I mean I, the thing is too, Bill Lazer loves Monty too. We have to remember that. Like Bill Laser gives Monty beyond a workload every single time. So yeah, but again, you want to
0: assume rational coaching with the Bears. Go for it. Dude. Do I, it don't.
1: With, I do it with Bill Laser when he's calling the plays, Laser. Uh, but Laser and Blazer. Michael saying what's up, guys? What's up, Michael? What's hopefully up, Michael? You that, hopefully you hit that like and subscribe on the way in. I haven't seen you in here. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to get to should I drop? Here we go. We got oh sorry, I'll get to yours in a second, Charlie. You know, right here, dude. Slim Reaper, who wins
0: a wing-eating contest? That's the questions we want to know. And it, the answer is me. It's not even I mean, close, it's not, Johnny. Well,
1: Johnny wouldn't even come close, dude. He'd be full after two wings, dude. Oh, unbelievable. First of all, first of all, your boy, your boy put away 26 boneless wings. Uh, oh, yeah. You ate a couple uh, chicken nuggets and now you're oh, happy. dude? No, no, no. These aren't chicken nuggets, bro. These are these are Hungry Monk. If you've been to shout out to Hungry oh, Monk. Dude. If yeah, you, you still been, haven't taken me there. Yeah, I'll, I'll take you there when you come visit me. And uh, they have all you can eat boneless wings on Monday night. Great deal. And we, we go there and your boy put away 26 and 26 boneless wings. And they don't they do them. They're not like they're not chicken nuggets, bro. They're like this big. Nice. All right. And so your boy can put away some wings. I don't doubt, but but to, but yeah, I will you. say, yeah, I don't I don't think I could hold uh, wings are the one Travis like, jockstrap when it comes not to all not always does the contest. big guy win the eating
0: contest. I mean, you look at like true. This Danny, true. Johnny Chestnut and the hot dogs. Like you look at these guys, they can put it down. Yeah. But I will say with wings, with wings, oh Ashi, dude. With Wings, I can
1: really put down a lot. I can yeah, I can I, really put down a lot. Of I love Wings, dude. Wings are so good. Okay. All right. Uh, Charlie asks, uh, we like KJ Osborne, or is he a random weekly hit? I wanted to like KJ Osborne, yeah. and it's just not going to happen. You're not going to know which
0: week it's going to be. That I mean, the target tree is just too narrow outside of Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. And I think this week could be a Conklin week. You know, uh, again, he wasn't the highest streamer. But I think this one sets up based on the points to um,
1: tight end. Yep, I agree. Uh, Charlie, also, who should uh, should I hold on to, Demetric Felton, if I have Kareem? Again, it would depend so. on
0: what you have, but I think all those guys, as we said that we talked about at the top of the show, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott, Samaje Ryan, Brandon Bolden, all these guys would be ads over Felton in my book.
1: Um, we got Track. We got uh, Track two thousand one uh, two thousand eleven. What's up, Track? Or is a track or truck 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 2011 T-Rock T-Rock 2011 T-Rock oh yeah that's it there we go I like that one um let's see some Johnny the Guru is Adam Gase casing I don't think uh, he is. is Is Nagy Adam Gase in the Bears yeah the problem, the, wait, the different. hold on hold on but the thing is is he actually wins unlike Adam Gase like Adam Gates didn't win, and the his offenses and you. teams. Now when they there. play good teams, okay, the Bears don't win when and they. They play made games. the playoffs two out of three years with with Gates. so I mean he's better than. Uh, and still yeah, he, it baffles me. He, he look, you're con, you're go on him You know who he is, dude. He's new Gase. No, it still so baffles me, dude. You know who I really think is Adam Gase. And that's, you already know, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle uh, Shanahan geez. is Adam. Your, King, your Homer or...
0: classes are. No, up. dude, that's. It's... it's Judy time. That's right, Judge. Judy there is in go. session, dude.
1: Uh, Thoughts thought on the tight next end, next end connection. Defense. And, and Big Mo. got oh, yeah, I think he's waiting to explode. A lot of
0: people love Fryermuth. Uh, I just don't think there's enough volume in that offense, the passing offense. I don't trust it enough to be really excited about it. I think he's going to have streamable weeks, um, i think he'll be better next year he's fine next yeah and yeah. dynasty is a great pickup i think that he'll definitely be a guy that continues to do well for them but uh moali cox he's a he's definitely a touchdown dependent guy because they use him in the red zone i wouldn't get too love excited it. about him we love seeing him score touchdowns we love him after the catch but they just there's no volume there for him right now
1: uh we got slim reaper asking johnny the guru the kicker guru who That's should right. i start i i listen it there's no scientific like there. I'm not a guru at kicking. Like okay, oh, yes. no. Uh, but I. It's hard to say. Uh, who do you have available? And and that would be a better. I could give you a better, kind of uh, option there. As opposed well, I would to-
0: have won five hundred bucks. It only cost me five bucks. What's he talking about here? Uh, jersey.
1: I don't know if it was. Is he talking about the um jersey? Charlie says, yo, Jay,
0: are you from Jersey? Hence, Jersey Jay. T-Rock says, I don't know. I'm nervous. I play against him this week. Who's T-Rock talking about? Uh, oh, maybe, he's talking about Pat Mahomes because we had a question. Here we with go. Mahome, Pat Mahomes. Uh, the offensive line, his ability. They're, look, they're trying to do a lot of the old schoolyard rollout, the things that made Mahomes great, and that's not available right now. Brackets against T- Tyreek Hill have been good. Tyreek's been banged up. Um, they don't have that third option. Michael Hartman just has not stepped up to be a guy for them. So I would just say if they simplify, if they get back to running the football and they play a lot more play action, they're going to be better on offense than they have been. But um, yeah, I think I think that was a bad week. His first bad week ever, pretty much that he he came in and didn't throw a touchdown in his career. So. Well, I don't think that's more of the same to come. I think we're gonna see maybe a lessened a version of him, but he will still get you two to three touchdowns a game. Like that's who Mahomes is gonna be. And I think you can continue to roll him out
1: there. Yeah. Uh Slim Reaver asked him. Magic eight ball. I don't know. Will I eight. win the Harris? Yeah, he doesn't have a uh, well uh Slim Reaper ask us. Uh, you'll probably be out here. Yeah. Yeah, ask us tomorrow, and we'll ask the question. But I appreciate Slim Reaper. Sign up for the Patreon if any of you want to help support the channel while also getting entered into a monthly raffle for for this. We give away a signed jersey every month. This one, Damian Harris, a uh, signed jersey. We also do a card giveaway, either a $5 or $10 level uh, support there. And that's at the fancywhispers.com Patreon all right, it's just dot com forward slash the Fantasy Whispers. So we'll ask that Slim Reaper and we'll see. We'll get you an answer tomorrow. Hopefully, Brad Montgomery yes.
0: says, "Hey guys,
1: what's up, Brad? What's up,
0: y'all? Brad? Got Amari Cooper, T. Higgins projected higher for the rest of the season. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. I have Amari Cooper. Um, Amari Cooper is part of a better offense here right now. He's I've got more trust in it now. T. Higgins did does flash and he'll have some upside week to week." But again, Amari Cooper, even with the low target volume, Dak looks for him in the red zone. He looks for him for big plays and play action. Um, he's not going to get probably the same upside as CeeDee Lamb rest of season. I think CeeDee Lamb has arrived. But again, I think that Amari Cooper is a guy that's going to continue to have huge upside each week. Yep. What's Bucky. up? You know, waiver. What's up, Baki? You send. Uh, we'll see you later on the Windy City Breeze. Yeah. Shout out yeah, to them. Make sure uh, you check that out. What's up, fellas? Need a waiver wire QB for Lamar this week. Excuse me. I'm in the same situation in my ESPN league. I'm trying to uh, go and nab Carson Wentz. Hopefully nobody in that league is listening right now. Um, But I'm going to go try and get Carson Wentz as my replacement. I think the uh, 24-point implied team total against Tennessee in this divisional battle, I like Wentz. And I like the floor he's been putting up over the last few weeks of like 20 or so points. Yep. Uh Jairn's.
1: from says which packers
0: wide out welcome in we appreciate you guys uh which packers wide out would you take a flyer on again um other than gainwell for me <laughs> excuse me jeez other than gainwell I would go with Alan Lazard as my number one waiver ad this mm-hmm. week. I think with the twenty percent, nearly 20% market share over the last two weeks, only one less target than Devontae Adams over the last two weeks. And then if Devontae Adams does in fact sit like it's looking like he will with COVID, Lazard could be a big
1: player this week for Aaron Rodgers. Jersey Jay jumping in. I know I was thinking Kamara or like Swift. If you can land one of both, uh, one of the guys for Hertz, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely get that deal done. Uh, all right. Especially I have the news today. The beat writers
0: believe that Minshew could start by the end of this year. They think they could turn to Minshew here uh, in Philly. That's what that makes, makes sense. sense. Uh, it does right. make sense. It, it makes sense for that team because Jalen Hurts is not a good quarterback, Johnny. Like he's not a good football quarterback. No, it's he's the, good for that
1: system is not good. He's a good quarterback. That system has no idea on. what they're doing.
0: He is not a good football quarterback, and he's good at fantasy. And great. Minshew
1: is no. I don't think so, great. that's why it's but like, gotta I don't, go I don't believe it. You got to go I don't see believe what you it. have. I don't believe it. Uh, all right. Brad saying, I have, you don't Mixon believe that you will start one game. No. the rest of no. this no, year. No, oh, unless hurts gets hurt, unless hurts gets hurt. Yeah, of course. None if go, he gets dude. hurt, then of course, then it's like,
0: all right. Brad Montgomery says I have Mixon and Barkley on bye in week 10. I play a solid team. What running backs would you target for trade? Very broad but can be as generic as wanted. (laughs) Well, thank you again. So this one's tough because, well, first of all, Barkley does have an outside shot for this week, even though they think it won't be this Mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's going to have Mixon Barkley on week 10. What RBs would you target to trade? Yeah, I don't know that I want to trade out of Mixon or Barkley. Like, I understand, like,
1: I would just go and therapy? try to uh, yeah, I would just go and try to I mean go through the waiver, try to get if you can get like look uh, ahead Gainwell. at well
0: Yeah, like we want to get gain well, we want to get maybe Bolden. Bolden's gonna be a nice guy to like try and target
1: for bye weeks. Yeah, uh, if you're only needing a one-week fill-in, uh, it doesn't make sense to try and sell the farm right now. And again, we have tried to just for one week. We have those, this extra game this year. So you're going to have another yeah. game to make up some of these points. So even if you go down in bye weeks it's, oh you know, my gosh, costly. this is what I, this is what I love right here. Just getting deals done and great ones at that. Should I give up Marvin Jones and Drake for Henderson? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, absolutely. I don't know that he's going to take that deal,
0: but if he offered it to you,
1: absolutely. Yeah. I'd, Click accept I mean,
0: it seems like he is. Gainwell, Herbert, Eli Mitchell, start two. Should I feed the third over Van? Oh, should he match up against the Houston? I'm
1: uh, going with those three. I'm putting in those three. Yeah, I would Gainwell, go for Herbert, sure, Mitchell.
0: Herbert and Mitchell. Um,
1: yeah. Gain- yeah, Gainwell is a good
0: start, too. I, I would do that. Yes. Ryan his, Evans. Ryan Evans. Is Brandon Ayuk droppable at this point? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, he has just not looked good. Are you starting Pollard over Gaskin this week? Uh, Same league, full point PPR. (laughs) There you go. Well, Here's the deal. Malcolm Brown dinged up. Malcolm Brown has a hamstring, so he could not go. I would play Gaskin. I would play Gaskin over Pollard. And And every time you trust in Gaskin, he lets you down. And then it's like, oh, it doesn't. Like he probably shouldn't have played. Has been availability of other backs. And right now, Malcolm Brown doesn't go. I think Ahmed could Buffalo get some defense. sneaky up looks. I don't know, man. Go, I, I I would. I think. I think you're right. With Buffalo, they're playing Buffalo,
1: so yeah, dude. I'd go Pollard. Yeah, I'd go Pollard. It's not so the it's greatest. On Diggs or Mike Williams is yeah. too greedy. You got too greedy with these two uh, wide receivers here. Uh, I, I don't. Do I'm going Diggs. Yeah, you have to stay with Diggs
0: here because Mike Williams you got to trust no
1: knocks yeah you got to stay with digs here
0: especially if that uh that that i want to thank each and every one of you here in the chat we're going to continue on the show a little bit longer here but um make sure you hit that like button and if you're new to the channel hit subscribe let us know in the chat and uh yeah hit us with a super chat if you if you want to help the
1: oh shit we got we had some breaking news right now What's up? We're going to jump ahead a little bit here. Rob Navarro coming in. Lazard on COVID. Oh, list. no. Dude. He's out Lafleur, floor. He's out. So now is MBS. MBS jumps up that list. And MBS. Well, MBS may not even Packers, be back.
0: He's on the hamstring.
1: Packers Twitter just said it.
0: Wow. Dude, this
1: just wrecks the whole waiver show here. Oh, Great. All right, jump back into these. I have a team with JT and Swift as my starting running backs, Then I have Javante Williams and Daryl Williams on my bench. But I have Monty, Barkley, Miles Sanders, and Kareem Hunt all injured. Oh, my gosh, drops. I wouldn't drop any of those guys. I would try to trade. You should definitely try to trade, like, Javante and Daryl. Package those up get a really good running back i mean dude, i don't I even think you need Cardinals that we're so lucky dude oh the now Cardinals we're lucky.
0: So lucky now we're
1: lucky dude so we're, so we're so gonna so win this game either lucky. way no, we're not yeah dude. we were dude oh, maybe God. we're just that better dude we're just that <laughs> oh, better know. all right damn oh, this, this is, is great so i would
0: great. say robert tunyon I, oh did you answer this question for ronald because we need to get to the oh line. no yeah
1: okay yeah okay well i didn't
0: I have a team with JT and Swift as my starting running backs. I have Javante Williams and Daryl Williams on the bench, but I have Monty, Barkley, Miles Sanders, and Kareem Hunt all injured right now. Drops.
1: No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't
0: drop, drop any, drop any of, of these guys.
1: Yeah, I, I would mean, keep them,
0: especially with everybody else injured. You want to keep? You want to keep those guys that you can roll through?
1: No, no hold on, waiver. More... Hold on, Elijah Moore. We'll get to fantasy football, guys. All right. No, Actually, no, no, no. Sorry, hey, I hey, thought hey, I, hey, I was thinking that was different i thought it for a second it
0: would have been lazard but we have the news now with uh okay i think that you could pick a, i think Tunyon would be the next guy on the list to get an uptick then randall cobb but equinemia st brown is an interesting play here because he's the only guy that profiles as an outside receiver other than those two so somebody's gonna have to replace adams and lazard as an outside receiver here and I think Equinemius St. Brown is the guy next up on the list, so he could be a sneaky dart throw. Now, I don't have the confidence that I had in Lazard uh, coming into this. He would slide down over some of these other waivers, and if you want to avoid that Thursday night thirst, I wonder if this line changed with Lazard.
1: Yeah, they it's they probably going to go up even more, dude. It's probably going to be 18 by the time <laughs> the, by the time the game starts. It's probably going to be Cardinals by 18. be interesting to see what happens with
0: <laughs> Rodgers. If both Lazard and... Both Lazard and Adams have COVID. I want to see what Rodgers has been like, man. Where's the test on him? Dude, this is, oh, this, yeah. This this yeah, is
1: not, not a good it's thing stuff. here. Jersey J saying leave a thumbs up for these guys. They really put in the work. Appreciate that Jersey for only 10 bucks. Become a Patreon. Win signed sign jerseys, card packs, and bonus content. Jersey Jay, the hype is doing. Yeah, dude. Doing the Lord's J. work. There. Swift, Monty, Barkley, and hunt you in a league by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: That's a lot yeah, of great. It's it's probably some day good, day. good moves. Uh, oh, so yeah. if Wentz threw for 200 yards, I would have won 500 on my parlay bet, Jersey. Jam.
1: Oh man, that was close. Who uh, gets Slim Marlon reaper, Mack? Slim like Reaper says, guy. "Dude, would you? I would. You, hey, would geez, you? Stop unbelievable. It, uh,
0: I don't know. We'll see. That's another one interesting to look at the deadline here. San Francisco was said to be in play. We could see a situation.
1: Baltimore. Oh God, I would... think he goes to Baltimore, dude. I think he goes to Baltimore. That's that would where be a,
0: I would trust him a lot more than those other. Players. I know. Yeah, Brady's 600th touchdown ball. Would you guys ask for more or give the ball? Oh, we, back? We, we got onto on this yesterday. yesterday. All back without yeah. asking for more. But hey, he did the Bitcoin. If he does get that Bitcoin, then sixty three thousand. Wait, did he? He got a Bitcoin. Yeah, so he said Brady said on the Peyton stream that he would give him Bitcoin. So he
1: oh, did you? Oh my goodness! Heck yeah, dude! That was a special that, gift from Brady. Yeah, that makes oh, absolutely, dude, hundred percent. Get that. I need Bitcoin. a
0: stream. I need to stream a stream of kicker. I got Justin Tuck on uh, Tucker on a buy.
1: Ooh, uh, yeah. I'm I mean, making, again, we'd have to know who's available, but yeah. Let me. I mean, you I can, for,
0: you want you want kickers in in like yeah if tyler bass is available because he was dropped maybe yeah
1: bass yeah bass he's a good a one, one. I'm, I'm just quickly trying to go through and and i mean graham Gano, you can grab him uh against kansas city you know they stall uh giants stall in the red area a lot uh nick folk if he's available probably he's probably not available uh um, chargers
0: kicker if he was dropped
1: yeah so those He'll are make a couple of line
0: if he was dropped look at these kickers that were just on by
1: yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Um, Harris is mine, hashtag manifesting. Could be. Could be, could be. That's a good idea to try to manifest it. Um,
0: Baki Yassin says, Ryan Tannehill, Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins, Trevor Lawrence is all in free agency in my league. Big Travis, you said Wentz, but is Wentz the best of these options? Do you like Kirk Cousins? Let me just take a look at Kirk here. I think he had a monster game before the bye. So I'm going to, yeah, he had 34 points. He's going to be playing a Dallas defense. Let me look at that over under Um, Dallas to 51 and a half over under 54. Now with Dallas only favored by three, go get your Kirk cousins. He'd be my number one here. Yeah, I think, I think, I think then it would be Wentz then Trevor Lawrence um, then Tannehill. I just can't trust Tannehill.
1: All right, let's see slim reaper gaskin or herbert mitchell gainwell and gaskin start two i'm going i'm going herbert mitchell here yeah and then i put i would put gainwell at foreign on the cob time says oh could be could definitely be like we could see he's going
0: to have a good matchup in the slot um and we know that rogers that'll be the guy you trust so look for that that could definitely be a play here Oh, our guy, Mr. Miyagi. Miyagi. Says, just got out of a sales meeting. Had a what up, Mr. Miyagi? Dying for Fuller or Cole Beasley for a wide receiver stash in PPR half point PBR. <clears throat> Fuller definitely has Fuller. some upside, especially if Watson gets traded there. Yeah, I would go Fuller. Fantasy football stats guy. I have Rodgers and don't love the stack in this game. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. You know, the yeah. Cardinals were really going to get a test here, and now uh, half of our team is on COVID. So. Yeah. It's... is a Cardinals defense start now? Green Bay. I yes. mean, I think they're worth a start, period. Either way. Uh
1: when well, they've been one of those defenses that you kind of ride with. Are they the number one right now as far as season total points? Maybe in your I heart. They, no, I've you know, here says
0: one more here. Do I go Moss or Javante Williams in the flex? Javante Denver plays Washington. I would go with Moss. Um, I think he has a little more upside this week. He's not as much in a timeshare, and they are gonna boat race Miami, most likely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, dude. I have Monty. Arizona Cardinals right now. The number Damien one, Williams. nobody
0: cares, dude. I have I have David Montgomery. Do I drop Damian Williams for Herbert? Yeah, absolutely. If you can get Khalil Herbert, still absolutely. Oh, he's saying yeah,
1: Crosby available. That wouldn't be a bad option.
0: Brad Montgomery. I got JT. Oh, he's responding to how he got that team. Brad Montgomery, Mixon or Swift? Um, damn, this is tough. I would probably lean. If it's PPR, PPR, I'd go swift. If it's not, if it's standard, I think I'd go Mixon. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Do you think Antonio Gibson for Emmanuel Sanders and Deontay? Do you have running back depth, Gus? If you have running back depth, I don't hate it, but I would try to get more than Emmanuel Sanders and and Deontay.
1: Yeah, I And I don't, but I don't mind getting out from under Gibson right now. So, but yeah, I would, you might be able to get, maybe get like a little RB. I like, I mean, I like trying to get Deontay, but I would like maybe try to get like a RB stash or something. Charlie's asking if it's
0: Amari Rogers time. I don't know if it is because Amari Rogers is more of a slot receiver and Cobb is still healthy. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Jersey J Travis. So man, I am very very upset. Like yeah, you can't understand how much I was looking forward to this game. Okay. We lost the first game, then we've rattled off six straight wins. We've dominated teams we should dominate. And we were going to be the chance to be the team that beats Cardinals. Now I still think we have an outside shot. We've played well against Arizona in the past when we have had, you know, injury issues, but the line just keeps growing for Arizona here. It was at three and a half. Now it's at six. Um yeah it will probably go up again after that. I am a Giants fan. I feel your pain. Yeah. Matty Ice or Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, man. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is in a great spot. He's going to be like, if he's still available because of
1: the buy, he's going to be in a smash spot this week. Look at this guy. He's just making moves. He got, he turned, uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Gaskin into Javonta Williams. Way to go, man. Good job. Love that. Uh, Bakke asking, I have Chase Edmonds. He's been disappointing. If I trade, him? Who should I look to get back? I'm I'm buying Jason. I think that he is. I don't Maybe in a standard league, he's been disappointing in a PPR league, though. He should be really solid for you. Uh He's getting a lot of check down usage nice. and he has the, the
0: phone here. Rob wow. Navarro with the comment of maybe the year. Just wanted to say thanks, by the way. I was 0-4 when I really started listening to you guys. Now I'm three and four in a PPR game. One game outside of the sixth seed, the playoffs, in a 12 team yeah. league. Rob, yeah. We you We appreciate, appreciate you us out. Continue to rock with us. We're going to try and give you the best advice we can and help you to continue to stack those wins and get into the playoffs. Long season, brother. So I I this is a testament to all those guys, Jersey J saying two and five. Other guys out there. Continue to rock with us. Continue to you know work with us. We're going to continue to get you those dubs. Yep. Max Beck says Aaron Jones and Keenan Allen for Dalvin Cook and Jamar Chase. Aaron yes. Jones and Keenan Allen for Dalvin Cook. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I would absolutely. do this. Yeah. Get that done. I'm actually, Way to go. I'm not, I'm not scared of Aaron Jones. I just don't think Aaron Jones is top five like he was last year because yeah. this offense isn't as, as good. But Aaron Jones is going to be
1: a massive, massive game this week. against. Yeah, the- he's so- going to have a really good game this week. He'll be used a lot. Tannehill so or Wentz? Try, maybe try and wait on this.
0: Maybe maybe try and wait on this deal. Take, take Aaron Jones this week and then sell
1: him after a big week on Thursday. Tannehill mm-hmm. or Wentz? I'd take Wentz this week. Oh, he's saying he has Dalvin Cook. So he has the Dalvin Cook side.
0: Oh, I wouldn't do that deal. Then. No, I wouldn't I would do that. Dalvin yeah. Cook and Jamar Yeah.
1: March,
0: I missed, uh, I missed the first part, uh, but Uzuma, good pickup. I would go with Evan Ingram over Uzuma. I think he's going to be yeah. used more. I think he's going to be targeted more, but I do not mind uh, Uzuma as a streamer this week. Mr. Miyagi says three and four, and he's crying. Stick with us, brother. Hey, Stick yeah.
1: with us. It, it's a long season. We got one win, one win away We're from... glitching a playoff spot. Dude, Slim Reaper. Let's do it, dude. Keep Let's going. Go.
0: And Max Beckwith says, thanks, guys. You're welcome. Uh, hit that Appreciate subscribe you all. if you're new to the channel. Hit that like button if you like what you hear. And again, Discord is in the description. You can add yourself to that community over there. We love it. If our, if we don't get to your questions, Whisper Nation will over there. Yeah. It's just a great community to be a part of. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Jersey J says, thanks, bros. Thank you. And we will continue to uh, dominate. If you want more content tomorrow, we will be going live with our uh, trade for trade away show. We've got cornerback matchups in that show. It's just our Wednesday live show. We have a lot of fun with it. Um, And we're going to have some news and notes and things, uh, you know, progressing through the fancy week. We're going to talk, come with us, talk about which waiver wires guys you guys landed. Uh, It's going to be tomorrow at 10 a.m. Right. Pacific time, Johnny. Yep. No power outages, no other No power outages as 10 a.m. Pacific time. But the best way to know if if you're going to catch the live, hit that subscribe button and hit the notifications. You'll know exactly when we go live. You can hop on with us for Johnny Game Time Hicks. I'm Big Travy. We're the fancy whispers. We're out. Peace. Peace right here congratulations on making it to the end of the video if you still have a lot to say about fantasy football maybe you want to give johnny a little bit of crap for his take today then go on over to our discord channel and join the conversation there click the link in the description below and if you still want more content check out one of these videos homie don't you hear the whispers